Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you're looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. If you've been wanting to master the art of manifesting money and cultivate a lighter, more enjoyable, more feminine, and dare I say, pleasurable approach to creating more money in your life, look no further because Sovereign Money is about to relaunch in just a couple of days. In fact, it opens up on Monday, May 20th, which is literally just around the corner. And this launch, I am doing something that I've never done before for everyone who gets on the wait list. I am giving you $100 off of your enrollment into Sovereign Money, and I'm opening the doors one day early with that $100 off special. This is only available to those who get on the wait list before Sunday the 19th, and it will expire once we launch to the public on May 20th. Don't wait. You can get on the wait list right now by going to manifestationbabe.com slash SM. That's S as in sovereign, M as in money. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash SM for that $100 off of your enrollment into sovereign money. Hello, gorgeous souls, and good morning to you wherever you are and whenever you're listening. I am so grateful to have you as a listener today to another very special episode of the Manifestation Bay podcast. Today, I have another guest, and this time I've brought on one of my coaches. Yes, my own personal storytelling and branding coach that I've been working with over the last few months. She's also become my fast friend since getting to know her over dinner in Bali. And she's come to this podcast episode with some serious wisdom and mic drop moments that I cannot wait to share with you. If you don't already know Celine DaCosta, she's a published author, motivational speaker, and brand story coach, teaching visionary business owners to become confident leaders with their powerful stories, influential brands, international media coverage, and thousands of raving followers. Since leaving corporate America to design life on her own terms, Celine has visited 60 plus countries, holy crap, and now travels full-time while running her business. Celine's work has been featured in major publications around the world, including Forbes, Entrepreneur, and Business Insider. She has a loyal community of 60,000 plus dreamers following her adventures around the world. Speaking of major publications, Celine and I co-created something huge that we are so freaking proud of that we touch on in this episode, but because I cannot wait, per usual, I wanted to share that with you right now. As of this morning, as of right when this podcast went live, I checked something huge off of my vision board. Manifestation Babe is published and featured in Forbes. We are literally so excited about this, and I couldn't have done it without Celine's coaching and guidance. And to celebrate this article, we need your help. The article link is in the show notes. First of all, go read it if you're ready for some serious mindset inspiration, and then click the share button from inside the article to spread the word. To everyone who shares the article from inside of the article by clicking the share button, takes a screenshot proving that they did so, and sends us that screenshot through a form that I'm going to put in the show notes below, we will send you a free vision board training based on exactly how I manifested this publication feature. And get this, one lucky babe will actually win a spot inside of my Rich Babe Academy course next month. 
How appropriate since Forbes is all about money. So after this super inspiring interview, read the article, share it, spread the word. And as a thank you gift and appreciation for you, we will send you the vision board training and put you in the draw for a Rich Babe Academy spot. How freaking exciting. Okay, I don't think you guys are ready for all the mic drop moments in this episode. Hang on tight, because here we go. All right, thank you so much for tuning back into another episode of the Manifestation Bay podcast. I have another special guest that I'm interviewing and bringing her brilliance to you on this podcast today. Um, my good friend, Celine DaCosta, who is also my coach and my friend and my spiritual buddy and everything intertwined all in one. And I am just, I fell in love with her. I'm obsessed with her. And I want to share her with you because she's going to bring you some amazing, amazing storytelling tips and how to use story to manifest the life and business of your wildest dreams. Thank you so much for being my guest, Celine. How are you doing today? Woo. After that intro, I am just spectacular. <laughs> my beautiful INTJ Libra generator. <laughs> <laughs> so that's something Celine and I always talk about is how I'm an INTJ and she's an ENTP and Brennan is also an ENTP. And if you guys have no idea what I'm talking about right now, it is the Myers-Briggs personality types. And that's one of the first things that we connected on um, was realizing that no wonder I get along so well, Celine, is because she has the exact same personality type as my <laughs> husband, who I decided to marry. <laughs> And your sign. So it's even better. <laughs> I know, right? Oh yeah, we're both Libras. We are and generators. Oh yeah. my goodness. Okay. Well You're you... basically designed to be BFFs and work together. Hello. Right. And I so believe that you were designed to come on my podcast because I just know that you are here to help so many people, so many entrepreneurs, and I just cannot wait to talk about what we're talking about today. And I'm currently in LA. Celine is tuning in from Greece, and I will share, well, she, she will share soon why that's so important to um, this interview today because Celine has gotten really good at manifesting travel, at manifesting um, the kind of business that allows her to do this. And she has such an incredible story, you guys. Like when I first heard it, um, I was amazed. But before we get into that, I just want to um, summarize how Celine and I met. So <laughs> Celine, actually, um, when I was, we were in Bali, right? I was in Bali and you sent me a DM and you basically invited me to dinner. And I remember for some reason, like usually when I get a DM from people like asking me to go to dinner, I'm like, eh, I don't really know this person. Who is this person? But for some reason, I felt like I needed to go. I felt like I needed to be there. I felt like um, you were someone who I really needed to connect with and I used my intuition. And so Celine and I went to dinner in Bali and that dinner turned into a three or four. We were there like all night. I was like starting to like about to close. <laughs> you know, the place is about to close. I was like falling asleep and Celine's like, okay, you look tired, Catherine. Like, I think we're done here. So you can go home. <laughs> but Celine, um, I want you to dive into a little bit of your story, um, especially in terms of how you used to work a corporate job and now you're literally a digital nomad traveling the world. Can you share a little bit more about how that happened, how you manifested that and where you are today? Yes, absolutely. So I'll just go into the, the fun parts of my story and then whatever, whatever you feel like there needs to be more elaboration, just feel free to pop in. Sure. Um, so I don't, you know, go on a long ass rant, which I won't do. Don't worry guys. So, um, <laughs> Just a little bit of a sneak peek into my background because it does it does um, set up the scene. Um, I'm originally from Italy, which you can't hear through my American accent because I spent a lot of years in the U.S. Um, but I immigrated to the U.S. when I was a child, about 10 years old. And uh, Catherine, you know this because you're from Ukraine and you, you had the whole rodeo as well of having to come into this completely new culture, um, this completely new place and just being the weird kid, right? Like you don't speak the language. Um, 
Um, you don't know what the hell's going on. The culture is completely different. And all of a sudden I go from, you know, living in like urban Rome, the city of like dreams, like the most beautiful city in the world to being stuck in this like random suburb in Connecticut in a small <laughs> town being like, what the hell is going on? And so um, I was just kind of thrown into this whole new culture growing up, just feeling like I didn't connect, just feeling completely alienated in my surrounding. As an only child, I didn't have any sort of, um, I didn't have anyone to connect with, you know, any siblings to really share that experience with. Um, And so one of the things that is really, that I remember from my childhood is just growing up feeling like I didn't belong and just having this whole um, ideal of the American dream, which, you know, uh, is part of Catherine's story as well of like who I'm supposed to be, who I'm expected to be. I, I'm supposed to work really hard and, and get into the best school and then, you know, get into a corporate job and make lots of money and just kill it. And uh, to eventually go live in like a suburban white picket fence house. Um, and, and the story goes on and we can elaborate a little bit about the American dream um, later as well. Um, but you know, I just, it was just so uncomfortable. I I couldn't be myself. I felt like I consistently had to push who I really was. My identity just had to suppress, suppress, push it down so that no one could see who I was. I learned how to speak English perfectly. So nobody would know that I didn't belong. You know, I learned how to basically put on that mask and put it on so freaking well that no one would ever know that inside I was suffering. I didn't feel like I belonged completely alienated from my surroundings. And so, um, yeah, so I went on through, got into, you know, went into the good school, uh, got into corporate and all of a sudden, you know, fast forward into my early twenties and, uh, I'm in New York city and, um, I'm miserable. (laughs) (laughs) I did did everything. I did everything, you You know, all right. I did it all. I worked really hard. Uh, I got all the perfect grades. Um, when I was a teenager, um, I had, you know, my step, first my stepfather walked out on me and mom, I was working 20 plus hours, um, in a doctor's office, just every day, waking up at 6am, going to school, getting out of school, sour work that into the gym, home, going to bed at midnight, doing it over again. And all of a sudden I got into the best school. I did it, get into corporate and I'm living in a box <laughs> paying 50% of my shitty salary, which was, I think, like 35K my first year. And I'm just doing it again. But like the adult version of waking up, going to the gym, going to work, working 10 to 12 hours, coming home. Like maybe I have time to do something that I like. Maybe I have time to meet somebody, go to bed at 12, and I'm doing it all again. And I'm just sitting here being like, what the hell is this for? Is this all mm-hmm. there is? Mm-hmm. This is all my life is. Did you ever, did you ever feel that as a kid, Celine, was there ever something inside of you as a kid that kind of nagged at you? Like, this isn't all that there is to life and I'm meant for more or did that come later in life? 100%. I I remember being a child, like five years old and, you know, even growing up and going through my situations. And again, I won't get into that now, but my, I have a little bit of a rocky history, the same, similar to yours as well. And I think that's why we connect so well. We really mirror each other's histories and just being like, you know what? I'm being punished right now, but it's because God has bigger plans. Like one day, like, and then I remember just being like a little girl and being like, I'm getting so many people helping me or, or I'm getting so much support right now because one day God is going to ask more of me. There's going to be something I need to give in return. And I even have journal entries from when I was like seven, just saying, you know, one day I'm going to have to give back. I'm going to have to return this. So I always knew in the bottom of my heart that there was something more. There was something more waiting for me. That is so powerful. I just wanted to add to that real quick because that's a common theme that I recognize among brilliant people who go out to do amazing things with their life, who had harder starts. Um, was that that's something that they, I've noticed this theme that that's always something that they've always told themselves. Like I talked to my mom and I asked my mom, how did you get through hell? Like, how did you do that? And her story is insane. I want to interview her for my podcast one day, but she said something very similar in the sense of like, she said, I knew life was going to pay me back. Life will always pay back. I believe so hardcore in the law of cause and effect and the law of karma that if I just get through this, it's going to be easier on the other side. And this is shaping me to be somebody 
um, in the future to whom everything will just always work out and, and it will get easier. And I remember even myself as a kid, it's so funny because I remember, um, always telling myself one day I'm going to make so much money that none of this will matter. Like none of this will matter. And that like always kept me excited. And I was a kid, like I would just think about being able to buy all the toys in the world that I want and do all the things that I want. And no one can say no to me. And I just knew without a shadow of a doubt that even though things are really hard right now and they don't make sense, one day they will. Yes. Yes. One so- day it all comes together. I, I, I'm so resonating with what you're saying, Catherine, because I, I think that is such a trademark. I think of people who really make it. It's just, you're going through hell yeah. and instead of being like, Oh shit, my life sucks. Like, Oh fuck this. Like I'm being punished. Like everyone hates instead of coming at it like that way, you're coming at it from a place of, you know what, this is going to make me so strong because once you develop the tools to go through this fire, yeah. you're never you're going to look at that fire and it's going to be a freaking piece of cake. Right. Yeah. It's like the net, you're developing the tools and the techniques to actually learn how to deal with conflict, how to deal with fear. You're actually developing that tool set. Yeah. Another example that everything is happening for you, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so you were, okay. So you walked into the adult version of what you're experiencing <laughs> as a child. How did you get through that? What comes so, next? Uh, what comes next? So I just essentially started to do a, a, I was working for an innovation advertising agency as a brand strategist. Um, and so I remember my first year and again, working really freaking hard, right. For my 35 K a year. And, uh, I remember I, one year into my first job, actually it wasn't even a year. It was just like nine months. Um, I get pulled into the office and they basically just lay me off. Um, and, and the reason for that was like, yeah, you know, we didn't really meet numbers this month, this quarter. Uh, and yeah, they, I, I think the, it was, the reason was so bullshit was basically along the lines of we didn't meet numbers this quarter and you're not like performing at our standard. So bye, like pack up your shit and go like today. And oh like, my I, didn't, God. I didn't do anything wrong. Like, did I do anything wrong? No, no, we just, we don't need you anymore. And I just remember like they told me to pack up that day and I was just so humiliated. And, you know, I mean, look at, first of all, I thought it was hot shit. You know what I mean? Uh, I thought I was doing a good job, like typical 23 year old, like that mindset of like, oh yeah, like I'm unbeatable. And second of all, it's just, I worked so freaking hard for this to just get kicked out like I'm nothing. Um, and I remember being laid off in that moment and I was just, it was, it was just stereotypical. Like I walk out, it's New York city. It's a gray rainy day and I don't have an umbrella. So like cue the violin and I'm just like, wait, this can't be any more miserable. And I remember calling my mom and being like, mom, I I got laid off. And I thought she was going to be like, oh my God, you're such a failure. Like you suck. Like I thought in my head that I was going to call my mom, my friend. I was so scared because I thought they were all going to think I was such a loser. Mm -hmm. And she was like, that's okay. Like you'll get a better job. And I was like, what? 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 And then I called my friend and my friend was like, oh, that's okay. Let's go to dinner. And in that moment, I realized that the people in my life that I had curated to be in my life were supporting me. And it was actually okay to be laid off. And the coolest thing happened. Those next few weeks, I just decided to take my freedom back. And every day I would show up and I would do my LinkedIn applications. I I would do everything I could that day, everything that was in my power that day. And then I go read a book in the park. I go meet my friends. I go do like take a walk. And, And it was that those three weeks, I actually realized that this was the life I wanted to live. This was the freedom I wanted to taste. And so, you know, to kind of fast forward and move that the story along, because that's not even the juicy part. Um, a few weeks later, I got a job offer. I basically got like 20K more. I got a, like a, it was like 55K job in a much better company, in a much better position, again, doing strategy. But I had this taste of those three weeks of freedom where I got to be who I really wanted to be. I started my blog, my travel, like that back then I had a travel blog. I started writing again. I just basically tasted what it was like to live a life that I actually wanted without the stress of just like having to go through these mechanical motions. And so I started to you know, go in this job. I'm all enthusiastic, like bright eyed, bushy tailed, the months roll by. And you know, I'm again, I'm sticking, I'm getting back into that routine where I'm like, Oh fuck, this is happening again. Right. This is, uh, I'm not feeling good about this. And you know, all of a sudden, um, you know, we're, we're talking about nine months in, 
Um, and I get this opportunity to go to Cambodia. That's a really exciting story in and of itself. Actually, an entire podcast in and of itself. But I get this crazy, I manifest. I like straight up manifest this trip to Cambodia where this guy stumbles upon my blog that I had started that summer when I got laid off. He stumbles upon my blog, which by the way, had like 100 views a month. He tweets about it. And he's this guy who has like 60,000 followers. He has his own book. Like he's an author. He's a public figure. And I connect with him. And he basically listens to my story. And he's like, why don't you go to Cambodia and like on a volunteer, like, I'm not shitting you, Catherine, this is true. Why don't you go to a, like, no, no, pick a country. Here's eight countries. Pick the one that most resonates with you. Pick something that you want to do. And I'm going to send you there for two weeks for your two week vacation. Like, oh, straight my- up, like real life. Wait, how did you manifest this? Like, were you conscious that you manifested or, or it's looking no. back? It, it, looking back, um, I had started. So that summer I got laid off. And I was like, you know, because I have all this free time, let me do what I love, which is writing. Mm -hmm. So I started to write uh, and I love travel. So I started writing about travel, but I, it wasn't like travel blogging was more about human insights and storytelling. Mm -hmm. And so a year later, fast forward a year, I'm still doing this like on the weekends for fun. And this guy randomly finds this blog and he's again, a public figure and uh, yeah. And I respond to him because he's freaking tweeting my blog to 60,000 people. I have like 300 followers at that point and I'm freaking out and we acting and we get on the phone and, and I tell him my story like up until that moment I'm like here's what I'm all about here's who I am and then yeah he just like yeah I'm gonna send you somewhere go pick one and I, obviously I'm like oh my god I have a two-week vacation let me actually like do something with my life that has purpose because I feel completely void of it so I go to Cambodia I take my two-week vacation uh go to Cambodia uh and when I'm in Cambodia the first day my grandpa who I loved so much just dies right? Mm. And I just, I'm starting this trip like with a broken heart. My heart is just fucking split open. I can't even imagine. Mm. Right. And so what I promised myself was, you know what, again, going back to that adversity, what, what do you make of it? I'm so fucking heartbroken. I can't even like go fly home right now because I'm in the middle of this trip. I committed to this. So I decided I'm going to commit to opening my heart, this broken heart that I have, I'm just giving these kids all I have. Just just giving it this trip 100%. What happens when I go into this experience just completely open-hearted. Fast forward through that, I have the most incredible two weeks of my life where even though I've traveled before, I've never experienced such poverty in my life. And I'm just sitting here every day with these kids who have nothing, who have nothing. And I come out of this trip and I'm completely moved. Like my heart is just open and these kids rushed right in. And I realized coming out of the strip and going back to New York that I cannot live another day of my life doing nothing for the world, doing nothing for society because I was, that's what I was doing in New York. I was essentially working, getting paid something that I wasn't happy with working really long hours to make these, um, fortune 500 companies, like millions of dollars that they were using to just advertise to more people. So more people could buy their shit. There was no purpose and no meaning to what I was doing. So I said to myself, from today on, like coming out of Cambodia, I will not spend another minute of my life consciously living in fear. Not one more minute. And from today forth, I change my life and everything I do from this day forward is going to contribute to something bigger than myself. I'm fucking done. Not one more minute. And that day, uh, so I flew back to Cambodia on a Sunday, came into the office on a Monday after a meeting, a boring ass meeting. Um, I walk, I went to the bathroom and I looked myself in the mirror and I was like, I'm changing my life today. This is it. I have no fucking idea how I'm changing it, but it's, it's today it's happening. I'm done. I'm committing to a life of service, a life of purpose and a life of joy and happiness. I'm done being miserable. Wow. Celine, I have goosebumps. I don't think I ever heard this part of your story before. Mm. Any conversation. <laughs> so you are sharing the juice <laughs> right now with us. That is really amazing. So did you quit your job right then and there? No, I made a plan. Ah. You, can't, you know this, inspired action, right? Yeah. You have a vision. And again, one of the things I want to highlight here, and when I tell you guys what the hell I actually ended up doing is I didn't fucking know I was getting there, right? <laughs> I didn't know that nine months from that, I'd be getting on a plane with a one-way ticket doing this epic project, which I'll explain in a minute. I had no fucking idea. In my head, I was like, okay, I guess I'll just apply to different jobs in Europe, or I guess I'll just uh, try to like 
I'm going to make a plan. I'm going to start saving money. And I commit that in one year, I'm going to be out of this job. So I just took action. And I wasn't like, okay, fuck this job, like, bye. And like, then be broke without a plan. And like, be like, because then my momentum would just dwindle. Right. right? Like, go away. I was like, well, you know what? I'm changing my life. What's the first thing that is coming clear to me, which, which was applying to different jobs in, in, in New York. And then I was like, this isn't working. So then I started to apply to different jobs in Europe. I was like, this isn't working either. And so I started to apply to different industries in Europe and it wasn't working. But in the meantime, I was dreaming. I was dreaming and I kept asking myself, what if, what if I just travel the world? Oh no, that's crazy. Don't, don't do that. that. You have no money for this. This is dumb. But what if, what if I made the money? No, Celine, this is not the right time. Come on. You're supposed to be a career person. You're supposed to work on your, don't, don't throw this out. You've worked so hard for this. But what if I just quit everything and go? And that, that little voice in my ear, just whispering and whispering, kept getting stronger as the things I was trying out weren't working out. And as the jobs weren't working out in New York and they weren't working out in Europe and they weren't working out, that voice got stronger and stronger. And one day, this was February, 2016, I go to dinner with my friend and I'm telling her, I'm like, dude, like I, my friend, Natalie, who you're familiar with. And I'm just like, dude, I, I don't know, because my plan A is to just get, uh, get a job in Europe and just move and get out of the city because it's stifling me. But my plan B is to go travel the world and do something really epic. And all of a sudden I'm just like blabbing on. And she's like, she looks at me and she's like, Selena, I think your plan B is your plan A. Mm. And it was just mic drop. <laughs> mic drop. And that day I'm like, you know what? My plan B is my fucking plan A. And then I, I decided to just go all in. I'm like, okay, I'm going to travel the world, but I can't just I care so much about my career. I care so much about my future and purpose that I can't just be a backpacker, like want, aimlessly wandering. I need to make this bigger than myself. And that's where the idea for my project came in. And what is your project? My project, I decided to basically be very resourceful and understand like, I need purpose. I don't have money. What do I love to do? I love one, to talk to people, to meet people. Fucking love it. I love to travel and I love writing. How can I do all these three things? How can I make this fun? How can I make this into an experiment, right? Similar to your experience, right? Which I is so funny because we both did a 2016 experiment. Like what was in the universe? And I decided I was going to do this experiment. Here's the experiment. To circumnavigate the globe, basically go from New York all the way back to New York by couch surfing, never using the website, but using human connection. And what does that mean? I challenged myself to essentially make my way around the world by staying in the homes of people who were connected to me somehow. Friends, friends of friends, people I met on the road, and so on. So anywhere I wanted to go, I had to find somebody who was there, a local who lived there, and was willing to take me in their home. And I did this for several reasons. Number one, I wanted something that was bigger than myself. And the only way that thing that was going to motivate me was a big project that felt scary and felt like a challenge. So to me, I was like, cool, I'm going to just, now I get to travel the world. Now I get to go to all the countries I've always dreamed of going. And I get to do it with a purpose, which is let's test out human kindness. Let's see how human kindness, how far can literally take me because I want to believe in humanity again. I want to trust myself and human beings again. And the only way I'm going to do it is to prove it through action. Mm. Number two, I was broke, girl. I didn't have the fucking money to stay around the world. And I definitely was not planning on being in hostels. Like, no way, no thanks, right? So I was like, how can I be really resourceful and use this, this lack of financial resources to actually just make my way around the world anyways? Three, I wanted to write. And I was like, what better way for me to express my passion for storytelling than to create the story I want to live? right? Mm -hmm. Let's just go out there into the world and do it. And I will write every day and I will have the inspiration. So, um, yeah, I, I started to get everything organized, started to take on freelance gigs on the side so I can save the money. I saved up $10,000 in six months. Um, just basically, you know, pinching pennies, making sure I was doing everything I could to get that money. And in the meantime, reaching out to people around the world, I made a list of the top 10 countries I've always wanted to visit my entire life and was holding off. And I was like, okay, how can I find people who live here? Right. Networking. Everyone I met, 
everyone, it like down from the barista at, you know, the coffee shop, my local coffee shop to people I would at work be like, Hey, I'm going, I was planning, thinking about going here. Do you know anyone who lives here? Can I connect with them? And just networking the shit out of my life and just telling everyone, look guys, this is my project. This is my story. And this is what I want my new story to be. Wow. So what I'm getting from this so far, Celine, is that taking action with certainty and curiosity by asking the right questions, that's how you were able to manifest all this travel. It's like you literally attracted the right people. I mean, think about it. Like you had to walk into a cafe at the right time, meet the right person to be able to stay at their place, move on to the next country because they would know someone else. And so you're literally attracting as you go along. And I think Mm -hmm. that one of the biggest questions that I get all the time from people is like, Catherine, did you have the whole plan just laid out? Like, did you know from the very start in 2016 that everything you're doing today in 2019 would happen exactly like this? And similar to Celine, like, no, I just took massive action with enough certainty, asked the right question and manifested as I went trusting that the next step is going to unfold in front of me. And it seems like for you, Celine, the next step would just unfold one day at a time. And so how long were you able to, uh, to keep up with this? Like how long have you been traveling? I, I'll tell you in just one second, but before I do, I want to add one note to what you just said. And you know what else had to be there? What? Absolutely 100% had to be there, Catherine. I told the right story. Mm, and that's- I had the right story to engage people's attention, to get them emotionally invested in me, to get them to want to take action, to help me with my dream. I always had the right story in the back of my pocket and I would tell them. And that's what moved people to really, that's what moved the universe to help me to where I wanted to be. I knew it in my head and I knew how to let it come out of my mouth in the way that served me best. That is so powerful because story really is one of my favorite manifestation tools, and it can be used in so many different ways. Like Selena is such a beautiful example of how telling yourself the right story, as well as telling others the right story will not only move you, but also move others and also move the universe too. Yes, exactly. And so how do we conclude this part, this chapter of the story? Um, I went off into the world and and I did it. It was about um, nine months. It's funny because the official project was nine months, but it's really extended far beyond that because I just kind of kept going unofficially. Um, But in nine months, I, uh, or let's say a year, just to make it easy because it just kept going. Um, In a year, I slept in the homes of over a hundred people in over 20 countries in five continents um, on less than $8,500 flights included. Oh my God. Um, yeah. Crazy. Right. And you know what? You think I was like sleeping on, on, on like the street or something with on that budget, but no, I did stay in penthouse. I did stay in five-star hotels. I stayed in really nice places because some of my hosts were very generous. Um, and so I ended up doing this huge project where I got to see the entire world, like spending less than I even had budgeted for it. And that, that's not even a big part. I met incredible people all around the world and I completely transformed as a human being. I mean, you can only imagine the sort of experiences and sort of stories I got out of that. And on the way this year, what I started doing is I wrote every day. I wrote a story about the people I meet, the things I was learning, the journey I was going on both internally and externally and what started to happen. When I started to write a story to these stories, I started to grow an Instagram following, right? I started to grow a Facebook following. Let's, let's call it social media. My social media started ramping up. More and more people started reading my writing. Um, I got uh, invited by Forbes to document my entire journey, which is a huge deal, right? No and, way. <laughs> yeah. Was Forbes, first, was Forbes yeah. your first like publication? Yes, ma'am. It All was. Right. That's some All because I told a story, which I think we should save for the end, this one. That's <laughs> some serious manifesting right there. Yes, exactly. So I, here I was going on this, this, just documenting my entire journey on like one of the biggest publications on the planet and, um, and, and, you know, talking to people and helping them with their business and, and meeting business people like as I went along. And what started happening is that as time went on and I started to basically gain this momentum, um, people started approaching me and being like, 
Celine, how are you doing this? Like your brand, like you have a brand now, like people are paying attention to you. They're listening to what you have to say. How are you doing this? And I started to give people advice, you know, and this is like about a few months, uh, halfway through my trip and I'm giving them advice and more people are asking me. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, like people are asking me how I'm presenting myself online, how I'm building this like, you know, brand, um, how I'm getting invited to, to write for, for publications. Cause I was getting invited to write for more and more publications, how I'm getting featured in these places when I'm like a nobody, like, you know, and, and more and more and more. And I, and I just realized, wait a minute, this, this could be a business, but no, 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 I'm too scared. I'm still too scared. So I'm, I, I start to freelance and working as a brand strategist and helping people here and they're just dabbling in it. Um, and now we're fast forwarding to a year and my project is done and I'm in this place where I'm like, well, shit, my project is over and I'm back in, in, we're back where I started. Like very, it was very symbolic because I ended up in my mom's house in Stanford, Connecticut, about 45 minutes from New York City. And I'm just there and I'm like, fuck, like I just did this epic project. And now I'm back in my mom's house and I have no money again. And now I don't have a job, but I have this amazing experience. Like what, I can never go back. I can never go back to corporate. What do I do? And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to do what my heart and my intuition tells me to do. I'm going to keep this, this project going. So I go to South America and I keep on going. And when I'm in South America, boom divine inspiration, manifestation. Again, I realized, you know what? I need to build a business. This is the only way out. And mind you, I never, ever, ever, ever thought of myself as a business person. Never thought I was capable of it. But I just knew there was no other way. Like I either go back to corporate or I'm going to be a freelancer making 20K a year for the rest of my life as I backpack through the world. That's not the life I envisioned for myself. Or I can design my life just as I have in the past year right? I can do what I did, which is live every day, just the way my heart wanted to with no money, but do it with money this time. <laughs> so like, basically let me just look, cause I was already playing. I was already living out my ideal life. I did it. I designed my ideal life, but what was missing was finances. And again, that sense of bigger purpose. Cause I wanted right. to impact more. And from then on, again, synchronicity started happening. I started meeting the right people, meeting the right mentors. And I started to build a business and guess what happened? Nine months into me deciding I'm going to build a business, I have a, I had a 100, I met my, basically I met my 100K year, my first wow. nine months in business. I make $100,000 coaching entrepreneurs how to tell their stories the way that I did, how to create powerful brands and actually like unleash their voice and, and, uh, and grow their business in a way that is so unconventional. Cause you're, you know, you're, a lot of people are sitting there thinking, oh my God, I need a sales funnel and I need, I need this and I need yes. to like you know, email like a thousand people every day. And I'm like, no, fuck that. I mean, yes, it's good to have it, these things set in place. Don't get me wrong, but why not create a presence a bigger than life presence around yourself, a brand, a story that just magnetizes people towards you. And I just started doing that and putting my entire heart into it. Universe response. I have all of a sudden I have a six figure business and I'll fast forward a couple of years and I'm working with people like you, my fucking dream clients, right? <laughs> people like you who I like, I mean, you know, our sessions, right? We're coming in and we're like, we're like shooting the shit. And we're like, it's just so fucking fun to work. I want to make, I want to, oh my God, I have so many things to say. I want to make a quick point and share with all of my listeners right now that, you know, Celine, you don't have like 12 certifications in writing and storytelling, and you don't have like three PhDs and how to tell the right story. Like you really learned from experience. Like it is your experience and your passion and your love for writing and storytelling that allowed you to create this business. And then essentially what you're doing is you're just passing on these skills to others because we can learn anything. And if you were able to learn this, then anyone can learn it. And I can attest you guys that my brand has up-leveled so much after working with Celine this year. And she's just the queen of storytelling. And she gave me so many breakthroughs, like really discovering why I'm doing what I'm doing, what is really driving me, what my true passion and purpose is and how I can tell the right stories that come from what my ultimate values are in my life and business and how I can move people literally not by giving the right how to 
uh, content and, you know, and, and being the best at what I do and, and being so, um, you know, having so much, um, so many certifications and credibility and all that stuff, like that stuff comes with time. But in order to gain all that, in order to gain the experience, and the credibility, like you just need to go after it. And by you being a human, like other people who are following you, they're other humans too. And so humans connect via telling stories. And by telling stories, you connect with other humans and humans that connect with you then decide to follow you and work with you. Um, Celine, what do you think? Why do you think storytelling? I mean, it's obvious by this point, but if you have anything to share, like why is storytelling besides what I just said, so important? And what do you see as the key difference between, you know, entrepreneurs who go out to do incredible things like get featured in publications and make hundreds of thousands of dollars, et cetera. And those who just don't seem to get ahead at all, no matter what it is that they do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So with storytelling, one of the things that, you know, I work with my clients and you know this because it's half of this is mindset and inner, like connecting to your inner self and understanding what is the story that you're playing inside of you right? What is the thing that is actually happening within you? What is your purpose? And you summarize it perfectly. So I won't even go into it any more than that. But half of that is this. And then the other half is strategy, right? Because you and I, as you know, as you and I discussed, half of it is like you getting clear on the inside. And once you're clear on the inside, you're out there and you're fucking taking action, right? right? It's translating into business. It's translating into dollars. Law of attraction plus law of action equals real life magic. Oh, fuck yeah. Story magic. (laughs) Love it. Right. So one of the things that, you know, I, I've noticed a lot of entrepreneurs um, do, and again, they're, they're, that they're making, basically making hundreds of thousands of dollars and getting uh, featured and blah, blah, blah. And they're getting all the success, but then they're miserable and they're, they're, they basically aren't happy with themselves. And what is really like, are you really successful if you're not fulfilled? Right. It, and does it matter how many millions of dollars you have or how many like logos you have in, in your website? If you aren't waking up every day with a huge smile on your face and just fucking excited. And, and loving what you do, you know? Mm. Um, and so that is the missing piece. I think what we're missing in business today is humanity. We're, we're becoming, like, we live in this digitally driven, fast-paced, like, automation-obsessed society. And amazing, like, we can automate, you know, things and make money while we sleep. Like, there's so many benefits to that. But what we're forgetting is at the end of the day, we're humans, we're not machines, right? And I believe that what the key is to success that is lasting and fulfilling and prosperous and what I take my clients through, as Catherine can attest, is number one, what is the story you're telling inside your head? Because if you're experiencing all the success and you're having just suffering from imposter syndrome, you're keeping yourself small, you're holding yourself back, you're letting your past experiences hurt you and basically suffocate you instead of leveraging them and alchemizing them into strength, into power, into improvement. If you're allowing that to happen, it doesn't matter what you do and how polished your brand is on the outside because you're not going to feel good. When you stand on that stage and you're telling a story, it's not going to feel authentic and your audience will pick up on that energy. So what you want to do first is get clear on your story on the inside. Who am I? What do I stand for? What are my core values? Who am I genuinely excited to serve? What is my vision? And more importantly, what is the story that I have been telling myself that's been limiting me? How can I just nip that in the bud and actually rewrite a story that empowers me, that makes me stronger, and that gets me the results that I want? What is the story that I want to project into my future? which by the way, is visualization on steroids, mm. right? We talk about manifestation and how important it is to visualize and you're visualizing exercises. You know, when you're visualizing having more money, when you're visualizing losing weight and you're having these visualizing, can you imagine the power of stringing all these visualizations together into a narrative mm. that you can play in your head in the past and project it into the future, the story you want to write for yourself? It is just like, again, visualization on crack, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing what you can create when you string it together in a narrative, that's one level up. So now you have this internal story, very clear, very straightened out inside of you. And man, the outside part, the business part, the strategy part is a freaking piece of cake because now it's a matter of saying, okay, this story, how do we strategically reflect the story? on my website. When I'm posting, 
where, how do my values come through? And Catherine, I even saw one of your bonuses is, is one of the values we talked about is basically inspired by one of the values that you and I discussed, right? So it actually reflects in the offers that you create in the sales page, in the social media posts, in the stories. And I, you can attest to this as well, Catherine. It's like, it just comes out of you. And it's just a matter of like, okay, well, how do I, when do I put in the time to sit down and write all this content? Because it's all flowing. It's an inside out process. And that is a difference that I see between the entrepreneurs that are struggling and the ones that are like, fuck, I love this. This is exciting. They're straight on their story. And because they're straight, they can't wait to talk about it. And because they're clear on the inside, it's coming out clearly on the outside. The right people are just swarming to them. The right opportunities. Media wants to write about basically becoming a huge magnet for the sort of opportunities that you want instead of sitting there just running after them and trying to be like, oh my God, please pay attention to me. It's like, no, everyone's fucking paying attention to you because you're glowing. Right. And if you don't express your values and what you stand for and what you believe in through stories, you know, people follow like-minded people and people who also share those values are going to be magnetized to you just by you figuring out and getting crystal clear on, you know, your, the story that you tell yourself and what is truly important to you and what you stand for and what you believe in. And just, it's really that simple. As you said, like once you get clear on that, it is so easy to show up on Instagram and write a caption. You can pop one out in like less than 10 minutes. And all of a sudden people are like, I get this, I get this feedback all the time. And especially since working together and getting even clearer on this, I would get feedback all the time from people being like, Catherine, are you in my head? Like, how did you know I needed to read this? How did you know I'm going through this? How did you know that I was just thinking about this? And no, it's not like I know exactly what everyone's thinking about all the time, but via that energetic connection, because I am attracting people and magnetizing people to me who are just like me. And same with you, Celine, you are also magnetizing people who are just like you. When they read your content, they're like freaking glued to you. And people read my content are glued to me. And it's not because we're special. This is something that anyone can implement in their life and business and their content and their messaging. And the moment that you just understand what you're doing and you grow awareness of what you're doing, man, it really does give you the edge in your industry and in your business and your niche. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, one thing to add to that is, um, you know, for the people who are more logic oriented, who like, well, if they're listening to this podcast, they're, they're definitely all about manifestation, but also <laughs> the people who are like, I need to latch onto some data. I need to latch onto some facts. I mean, you guys can Google this and I'll just give you like little things here, but um, we are genetically wired to absorb storytelling. It's been proven that storytelling is 22 times more memorable than sharing facts and data. It's been proven that it it, it releases um, hormones in our body, such as oxytocin, which makes us more social, more empathetic, more joyful. Like it actually releases, it's like a drug, like a great drug that releases hormones as we're listening to stories. Um, We become so emotionally engaged and 95% of um, purchasing decisions are made through your subconscious and Harvard prove that, right? So there's so many facts that prove that it's not storytelling. Isn't just like a, Oh, it's going to make you feel good. And it feels good. And it's pretty like, yeah, that plus it's like scientifically proven that when you wrap information in a story, you wrap yourself in a story, people will listen. They will emotionally engage and they will be hooked to you. Like the data is out there. Like, plentyfold. Um, and storytelling is the way to go. I mean, one of the things that I was listening to actually when I was at UPW with Tony Robbins just a few weeks ago, um, one of his, his, uh, partners, um, Jonathan Cohen, who was saying, talking about storytelling and he was saying, well, what is the story that Oprah had to tell to become Oprah? Right. Mm-hmm. What is the story that Steve Jobs had to tell to become Steve Jobs? That Elon Musk had to tell to become Elon Musk? Because you look at these big figures, you bet your ass. Each and every one of them has their story together. And not only do they have their core story, they have like all these sub stories. Like even today, you were like, "Oh my God, Celine, I never heard this story." And I'm like, honestly, I could like sit here for ten hours and tell you all these stories that, and you'll still stay like, "Oh my God, tell me more." Like what's, where's the popcorn, right? And that's the whole point is having, is creating this database of story that is one, true and authentic to you. And also you can strategically pull out of your back pocket for anything, right? Um, so it's effective and it's, it's the way to go. And it's been proven way over and over again that your story is what brings people in. 
So Celine is not just telling you things that sound good. She's telling you things that have been actually scientifically proven. And that's so true. I mean, we all have right brains and left brains. Like even us who are more intuitive also like to think logically and need to think logically um, from time to time. So it's not just either or. So it is so much more powerful to hear a concept and then also hear that, yes, it has been proven. And then try it out because the fastest way to learn is to actually apply and to take action. And what really spoke to me, Celine, was what was the story that Oprah told herself to become Oprah and Steve Jobs? You know, that's what I really want um, everyone today to journal on today um, and ask yourself, that what is the story? You know, visualize your future self, like your future self from a year from today or two years from today or three years from today or 10 years from today. And ask yourself, like, what story did that version of myself have to tell herself every single day in order to become that version of herself? And it's not just, you know, whether or not you do have an online business or not, and whether you are an influencer or not, or have a personal brand or not, this doesn't matter because this can apply to every single area of your life, not just business, but also your relationships. You know, what's the story that you need to tell yourself every single day to manifest the relationship of your dreams? What's the story you need to tell yourself every single day to manifest the health of your dreams? Um, what's the story you need to tell yourself every single day to manifest the bank account of your dreams? There's a story behind everything. Mm -hmm. Celine, there is something that spoke to me a lot during our dinner in Bali where when you told me this, I was so mind blown and it makes so much sense, even in um, the woo woo terms of, of law of attraction, where you talked about how social currency and giving, 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 giving without any expectations is much more powerful um, than money. Can you explain that? Yes. Love that one. Love that story. <laughs> um, and before I get into it, I just had a thought when you were talking that I want to mention that Catherine, one day when we're sipping champagne on uh, your eco-friendly electric private jet, uh, and you're a billionaire. And I want us to record another podcast being like, uh, what is the story that Catherine had to tell <laughs> to become Catherine's and Kina baby. So, um, that's going to be really fun. And I'm putting it out there right now because yeah, uh, that is happening. Can take the snippet one day in 10, 20 years and be like, Oh my God, they're like psychic. <laughs> Remember that you one time? Tell your story. <laughs> Like, remember that one time we were doing that one podcast 10 years ago and this is what happened? Yep. What is the story that Catherine had to tell? And I'll be like, mm, yeah, you know what? You're welcome. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Let's answer this question. Social currency. Social currency. Yeah. So what I was telling you is, and this is something you guys, again, I'm not saying shit to make you feel good. All right. This is trial and tested. As you can tell, I am a right blade. Like I'm very 50, 50 when it comes to right and left brain. So I'm as woo woo as I am like logical. Give me the fucking facts. Um, and I tested this out by, you know, traveling for the past few years in hundreds of people's homes and testing this out my own, which I think gives me a little bit of credibility to talk about this. Right. So social currency is way more powerful than monetary currency. And there is data to back this up too. But let me give you the, the fun explanation first, which is that when you actually go into, if you want something, if you want to create a dream, you want, you want something out of your life, you just start to give and give and give. And it's almost like you're putting these, it's tiny favors. It's not like huge things like somebody, you know, smiling at somebody who looks like, like fucking cranky on a subway, like putting a little tip in that someone's tip jar and helping them smile. Like your friend needs advice. You just give her advice. It's your friend's birthday. You send her flowers, whatever. But what you're essentially doing is putting this into like this karma jar, like this karma bank. Um, for you to withdraw whenever you need it. And one of the things that, you know, when I was traveling, and couch surfing around the world. I mean, these people were like offering me their homes and I didn't have money. I didn't really have much to like buy them a bottle of wine or something. What, what I did have plenty of was time and what I did so much of, and I think this is actually what got me into coaching was this practice of like, let me listen to these people. Let me be present. What are they going through? How can I help? What advice can I give you? Because one of the things I've always been naturally good at is like giving people advice, which again, is what probably got me into this career. And just listening to hundreds and hundreds of people and like, what can I contribute? Um, that to me, the most precious thing I had was to give was my attention and my time. Because you can't make anyone pay attention, right? You can only earn it. So it's one of the things that I was able to give plentiful of. And 
it came back tenfold, guys. Number one, experience. Listening to all these people just made me a smarter person, right? It made me help understanding people. Two, friends. I made friends all around the world. Three, like people wanted to host me. Wanted to like, you know, one person would host me in Tasmania and then had a friend like in South America and was like, oh, you have to host Celine. She's awesome, right? So it opened up more doors literally for me to walk through. Um, and not only that, it helped me travel the world on a budget. There's just so many things that came through for me that there's no fucking way that money would have ever bought me any of the things. And now we go into the logic thing, right? The logic part, which is a book that I had Catherine read, which is um, Predictably Irrational. It's one of my favorite books. And in this book, it talks about how the law of economics is based on this assumption that we are rational human beings, which we're not. We're actually quite irrational, but it's predictable. And so what the study was all about was it tested how much people were willing to give under market norms versus social norms. So mm. social norms is basically like, hey, um, Catherine, I'm moving apartments this week. Like, do you, do you mind helping me like just move, like pack up and, and move into another place, right? You're not going to ask me for money. That's just fucking rude right? Like you're just going to come over and you're going to help me and you're going to show up for me under the assumption that because we're friends, one day you'll ask me for a favor and I'm going to repay that favor, but there's no timeline. There's no expectation. It's just a fluid exchange of just kindness and, and help. And this is the difference between if I said, Hey, Catherine, I want to hire you for your services. Um, you know, I need you to like coach me on this thing for an hour and then you'll charge. I don't even know whether you fucking charge per hour, but like, let's say it's like a thousand bucks and you're like, okay, it'll be a thousand dollars for my one hour. And then I show up and we do the one hour and that's it. We're done. Like I give you the $1,000. You give me the one hour. There's no relationship. There's, it doesn't go further than that. As opposed to what if I help you do something that to me, maybe I could charge a thousand dollars an hour for. And then you help me do something that for you, it takes a thousand, you charge a thousand dollars. But for me, it takes two hours to do what it would have taken you 15 hours and vice versa. It takes you two hours to do what. So basically we just both saved like, you know, 12 hours or 13 hours of our, of, of both of our time. We didn't spend any money, but we created a relationship of mutual support. And now the value is so much higher than those $1,000. So the way that I challenge you guys to start looking at your every day is what is the value? What can I give to people? How can I basically move from a place of market norm to social norm and give, give, give? Because that is essentially how you'll receive as opposed to, oh, I'm going to buy your services for an hour. All you're ever going to get is your, your money's worth if you're lucky, right? Because people yes. actually work harder. And again, this has been proven. People will work harder for you when they're doing you a favor than when they're getting paid for it. They will work, they will put in more effort doing something out of the goodness of their heart than they will being compensated for that same service. That is out there, guys. Google it. It's fucking true. <laughs> oh my God. So building relationships, how I understand this is about holding off the transaction. It doesn't mean that it won't ever lead to a transaction. And I can tell you how Celine and I are an example of this. Um, but I will also, and I also want to share how my business is an example of this, of like where so many people think that when they start a business, they immediately have to start selling, but that's just not how it works. You have to give a ton of a ton of free value in exchange for nothing with no expectations. You have to be willing to go out there and help people and serve people. And I know that it's hard in the beginning when you're like, all right, well, I need the money, Catherine, you know, like, where's the money? I got to have the money. And that's why I really admire Celine for not just quitting her job and starting to travel the world and coming from a very desperate place. She actually created a plan. She worked enough and figured out how to make money to where she could continue her journey from a place of giving without any expectation instead of constantly looking for the transaction and being like, Oh my God, who do I need to talk to? Because I need this and I need that. Instead, she was just so open with her time and so open with her conversation. So open with helping other people and just learning about other people where in the end, she did have the transactions because she did make $100,000 with her business, but she didn't expect it to come from certain people. And that's like one of the keys to, um, you know, 2016, which is our common year, where I made a total of $9,000 in the entire year because all I focused on that year 
was just giving and giving and giving and free content and free content and freebies and freebies and freebies over and over and over again. And eventually that led me to create a multi-million dollar business, but it didn't start that way because in order to create a business, in order to lead eventually to some transaction that's actually mutual, you have to first build a relationship. But relationships aren't built on here's this, give me money now, or here's money, give me this now. Instead, it's like, how can we serve each other and how can we help each other? And Mm -hmm. that's actually how Selena and I, we manifested each other and how we started our relationship was really by giving to each other. We were just like, how can I help you? And how can I help you? And we were constantly like, I remember being, and we still are to this day, like on phone calls, just like helping each other out. You like Mm -hmm. need help with something. I'm like, all right, let's chat about it. I need help with something like Celine. Can, how can I do better here? And you help me. And we eventually ended up manifesting each other to where based on what you've told me, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I've helped you get super super clear on your ideal client and you manifested your ideal client via me. I essentially became your ideal client. And then in exchange, I got so much value to help me really up level my brand and up level my message and up level my impact in the world. And also guys, guess what else that led to that actually led to without any expectation whatsoever. It wasn't like when I met Celine, I knew that she was um, someone who's been featured in a lot of publications, has many connections. I never went to that dinner in Bali being like, oh, Celine is, is like the perfect connection for me because I want to be featured in this publication and blah, 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 blah. Like, no, I went at it as like, I want to um, connect with someone let's be friends. Let's see how we can help each other. And eventually that led to me actually manifesting something off my vision board that's been on there since I started my business. Celine, what is that thing that we (laughs) co-created together? The most spectacular Forbes article you'll ever read. (laughs) I got in Forbes, finally. And I am just so, so grateful to Celine because she helped me co-create it. She was the one who helped me write it. So thank you so much. And you guys, I know you've already listened in the beginning of this podcast interview, how I introduced Celine and I shared with you a little bit about um, the giveaway that I'm actually doing to anyone who shares this article because it's such a big deal to me and I'm just so excited about it. And Celine- It's also a fucking awesome article. Thank you. Just a big deal. Okay, spectacular. You can read it. Anyway, did it. You're being humble. <laughs> I am humble. <laughs> yes, Selena's right. She helped me with this article. It is amazing. You guys have to go read it. And I would so appreciate if you would share it because I'm doing an epic giveaway. I'm actually giving away a Rich Babe Academy, what do you call it, ticket or or tuition or one spot inside my next Rich Babe Academy for one lucky person who shares the article, as well as a gift to everyone who shares the article and follows the instructions that you can find in the show notes. You guys, I'm so excited. And Celine, where can people find you so that they can work with you and so that they can have the kind of up level that I've had in my business? <laughs> well, first of all, come find me on social media, which is where I play and tell stories every day. And her so- stories are epic. So you have to read them. <laughs> yes, I have captions. If you guys love Catherine's captions, hopefully you'll love mine as well. Um, very similar style. So it's at Celine DaCosta. Do I need to spell it out or is it going to be in the show notes? It'll definitely be in the show notes. So you guys check that out. And I also, yes. I tag Celine all the time. So you can find her <laughs> social profile. Yes. yes. Also, my website is www.selenedacosta.com. And in terms of working for me, there are several ways I have made it very easy for people of all budgets and all walks of life to come and work with me. Um, the first thing I'd recommend if you guys are trying to get uh, just really, really clear on your story, on your vision, on your why, on your audience, to do a story clarity intensive with me. And before I actually explain what it is, do you want to go? I can attest you guys that this is the program that Celine has. It's an intensive. So you work with her one-on-one. 
and she does some NLP magic on you and she takes you through these like trances in which your like words just come out of your mouth and you're like, whoa, did I really just say that? And she just extracts all of the essence from you of what is needed in order for you to tell your best story. And also I got even more motivated to uh, keep creating epic things in my business because I finally realized why I was in business. And I know that sounds crazy. Like, obviously I knew the general idea of why I was in my business and why I was doing what I was doing, but to have it in a clear cut sentence sentence where I'm like, yes, this is it. This is how I want to help people. This is what motivates me and drives me. I've experienced so many creative breakthroughs since that, those two sessions that have been just blowing my mind. So thank you. (laughs) You're very welcome. And uh, yeah, so there we have this. I'm not going to speak anymore on that. Like I can't even do that one justice. Um, And then, you know, for those who are not ready for that level of commitment, but still want to get started on their stories today, you can look into my Your 7 Figure Brand Story course, which is also listed on my website. And then I have a really exciting group program coming out in October. Um, So I have lots of things, you guys, lots of resources on my website um, from free to paid from, you know, whatever level of support that you need, you got it. I just want you to get out there and start telling your story because you, you can only experience the magic of what you will have and attract into your life once you start freaking doing it. Yes. So start, do it. Start <laughs> telling yourself that story that's going to drive you and start sharing that story with others. The moment you get clear on the inside, you guys know manifestation is all about expressing what's on the inside, what's inside your mind, what's inside your heart into your external reality so that it can manifest into physical form, whether that physical form is a business, a life of travel, a relationship, whatever it is. Thank you, Celine, so much for being on the Manifestation Bay podcast. I appreciate you so much. You dropped so much gold in this episode. Please, please, please go ahead and rewind because I know you guys have to listen to this a couple times to really get what she just told you. Like this is absolute gold. And please go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode and tag both I and Celine. And again, her, all her deets are going to be in the show notes and just let us know what is your biggest takeaway? What is your biggest aha moment? What did you love most about the episode? Cause I want, um, I want to show Celine as much support as we possibly can and, um, let her know that you listened. Cause this is going to be such an amazing episode. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. And you guys, I'm sending you so much freaking love. And I'm just so excited to see you guys manifest the story, like your story of your life that you want to create. And please feel free to keep in touch with me. Any success, anything that comes out of this podcast, anything that you apply and it works for you, share it with me because people like you guys who go on and you know take these insights, take these golden nuggets and actually turn it into action, into something that they create in their physical reality. You guys are the reason why I wake up and do what I do every morning. So thank you so much. And thank you to Catherine because you're just the fucking beautiful soul. And I love you so much. And I'm so excited. Like we're going to, you guys better watch out because me and Catherine are about to manifest some freaking epic shit together. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are. All right, you guys have an amazing, amazing rest of your day. And I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at ManifestationBabe or visiting my website at ManifestationBabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.